Hello, everybody, and welcome to Part of Me Podcast, created and hosted by me, Jamie Reynolds, where I will be providing techniques and guidance on starting, maintaining, and measuring your plan to fulfill those desired goals in your life. If you are ready to start achieving your goals, join me every Sunday and stay tuned to the end of this episode. Make sure you visit my webpage for free printables. Now, let's get to work. We are back. Welcome back. Oh my goodness. We are coming into this week refreshed, excited, and hitting the ground running because we have, we've gone through some stuff <laughs> thus far. I mean, like, you know, it, it might, it might being honest here, right? We have gone through some things. We have gone through some emotional moments where we have opened our eyes and seeing how we are really living our lives and just having that wake up call of, are we on the right track? And are we propelling forward towards achieving our big goals? Last week, I feel like I hit you guys with a little bit of a haymaker. And we talked about opportunities to obstacles when planning your goals. Most of you guys probably listened to that episode and was like, the obstacle part I can get with. I completely understand. I can prepare for obstacles because it's inevitable. I feel like they're always going to happen. But you probably had a bit of an enlightening moment when you heard me say you have to prepare for opportunities as well. We need to condition ourselves and put out that good energy and expecting opportunity just as much as we expect obstacles to happen. And I'm not leaning so much in a direction of law of attraction or manifestation, you know, despite the philosophies and scientific theories that suggest positive thoughts, positive vibes, you know, positive energy in your outlook on life does affect what is attracted to you. And let's be clear, I'm not saying I'm against that philosophical mindset because I do think there is some truth to theory, but the goal of that episode when talking about the opportunity standpoint of things, if you could be presented with the opportunity to help you carry out your goal, what would that opportunity look like? When you have an idea of what that opportunity looks like, when you are presented with it, you are ready and prepared to receive it. It's always better to stay ready than to get ready if I can break it down in the easiest way of looking at it. So for example, let's just say you are starting a YouTube channel and you know that the resources that you need are well out of your budget. Does that mean you stop researching the high quality equipment? No, you continue to research, you continue to gather that knowledge so that if an opportunity presents itself, let's just say, for example, you have an investor that wants to invest or a sponsor that wants to sponsor your platform because they see great things in your future. If they were to come to you, ask you for the things you need, you don't have to take several days, weeks, or months to identify those things. You already have everything outlined. Because remember, when you're trying to accomplish your goals, time is a very big component we do not want to waste. So this pushes us into this week's episode where we're going to be talking about maintaining your goals. So for me, I have a 3M model. It's make the plan, maintain the plan, and measure the plan. 
the term plan is interchangeable with goal. It just all depends on where you are within your goal setting and planning experience. So we have already talked about the making the plan part, but now we're going to dive into the maintaining the plan because as we're coming towards the end of the month, this is where things start to get a little bit rocky. So depending on which psychological or theoretical research you want to attribute this knowledge to, but the 21 day habit to form a routine. So depending on when you started your top 10 monthly goals, either at the tip of the month or somewhere within the month, if you are listening to these episodes consecutively and on a weekly basis, you are going to be approaching your 21 day mark. Now, if you can surpass that 21 day mark, then scientifically speaking, you have formed a habit and you are more likely to keep pursuing your goal. Now. I think it's only because I'm talking about science and, you know, all these different things. I think it's only fair to talk a little bit about statistics, right? An article I came across said 43% of people give up on their goal within a month. And it's because that maintaining part is typically the hardest part for people. So I am coming to you with three solid ways that you can maintain your goals. First is to stay motivated. Now, depending on what your goal is, your motivating factors can vary. And depending on the kind of person you are, the type of things that motivate you can vary as well. So example, if you're somewhat of an empath, Your motivation may be you being surrounded by other people that are striving towards a similar goal as you. If you are driven by wealth or status, monetary rewards may be more significant for you. So let's understand what motivating is. Motivating is that recognition or reward that you are promising to yourself when you complete said goal. You can have periodic motivation. And then you can have grand motivation, which transpires after you have completed whatever that goal is. Whatever that motivation is for that goal, A, what I always recommend is make that reward tailored to whatever that goal is. For example, I've told you guys that a goal for me and my husband is to get our backyard fenced off. A reward for us is having the ability of having privacy and safety to allow our kids and dogs to roam around free. So identify that thing that gets you excited about propelling towards that goal and utilize that as your motivation. Tip and point number two is you have to remain focused. So this can look like reviewing your goals on a daily basis. For me, I find this to be very, very beneficial. And in fact, I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of an insight of what I do to stay focused on my goals. So there are certain areas of my house and there are certain areas of my workplace that I look at every day unconsciously. I just look at it. So what I did was I put a sticky note in those two areas. The sticky note is in a space where only I and I alone can see it. 
And when I am contemplating, if I, for example, want to buy something that is going to set me back from my goal, I look at that and it's a quick reminder that this is where you're working towards. Is this going to get you any closer to your goal? Usually the answer is no. That doesn't mean to deprive yourself of things, but it helps you to put things on a balancing scale. Is this more important or is this more important? And sometimes just asking yourself that question allows you to put things into perspective and removes that subjectivity in your decision making. Another way to stay focused is to put yourself knee deep into that goal. So if your goal is to start that bangles business or to start that scarf business, build certain things into your hobbies. That might be you on your spare time knitting a scarf or making charms for a bangle. But when you fill that empty time with something that holds value and something that is pushing you towards your goal, that will help you to refocus and put your attention all in that area. And the third point is to be accountable. Now, depending on the type of person you are and depending on how sacred these goals are to you, that can mean having an accountability partner. That can be in this form of your spouse, your best friend, a family member, even your children. True story, I wish I was making this up. I would tell my daughter all the time, I'd be like, oh my gosh, mommy's face is breaking out because she's eating a bunch of candy. And one of my goals was to reduce my intake of candy so I wouldn't break out as much. It was one day I was picking my daughter up from daycare And I asked her, I was like, oh my gosh, mommy's craving candy. What about you? And like, you know, she nods her head. Yes. I'm like, should we stop by the store and eat and get some candy? And she says to me, no, mommy, you cannot eat candy, your face. And I I swear, I wish I was making this up. But in that moment, I was like, wow. So having an accountability in in the moral to the story is no, we did not go and get no candy, but having an accountability partner um, can sometimes be very helpful. Also, we have the benefit of being in a technology driven era. There are so many different applications out here that you can utilize that will help you to be accountable. So for example, since we're still on like the whole sweets and candies thing, I'll just leave that as an example. But if I know that my sweet tooth is always after dinner, and let's just say that we eat dinner at like six o'clock, right? Maybe try setting an alarm that says, hey, we're not eating sweets today. Try grabbing those peanuts because the saltiness of the peanuts will help distract your senses from wanting sweets. I don't know. But these are some creative ways that we can hold ourselves accountable. And a fun one is to either not make whatever the distractor is as accessible or make whatever that goal is more accessible. So for example, if one of your monthly goals is to, let's just say, learn a second language, download an application like Duolingo. I'm an advocate for. I think Duolingo is amazing. But download Duolingo and replace it with where Instagram or Facebook or whatever the social media site that was draining and taking so much of your time, replace it with that. There's so many different ways and how we can be creative and remaining motivated and remaining focused and holding ourselves accountable to actually complete the plan and get to our goal in the time that we designated it to be completed in. This is something I want to share with you and I hope it sticks by you as it sticks by me. 
no one should be more excited about your goal than you. When you're getting to that 20 day, 21 day, day 25 mark, and you are feeling so depleted and you are just feeling out of it and you are just done with it. You're like, you know what? I'm not seeing the progress that I want to see in the time I want to see it. We're done at, at whatever. Remind yourself why you're doing it. Why was this goal so exciting for you on day one? Allow yourself to go back into that mental space for a moment because right now you have these blinders on And those blinders are called, I'm tired, I'm frustrated, I'm fed up. And while you can feel those things, and while you're allowed to feel those things, it just comes with the art of planning and goal setting and trying to pursue and accomplish your goals. It just, it comes with it, it happens. But don't get swaddled in that, don't get comfortable sitting in that space. So take a moment, reflect back, and go back to the love of enthusiasm you had and excitement you had when starting that goal, or even the level of curiosity you had when starting that goal of just the thought of how dope would it be when I complete this? Whatever you need in that moment to snap you out of that self-doubt mode, get there, get there, come back, start maintaining your plan, get focused, reapply that motivation and reapply that accountability. You can do this. You are so far in and you are so close. Every day is one step closer than the last day. With that, give yourself grace, give yourself recognition and give yourself a huge pat on your back because if you are listening to this and you are hanging in there and you are sticking with your goal, you are more than halfway there. So make sure you come back next week as we will be celebrating one month of our cycle of top 10 monthly goal planning. And as we prepare ourselves for that next month of what those top 10 goals look like, what's going to be carried over, all those different fun things. So of course, as always, I hope you have a wonderful week and thank you so much for being part of me. 